Hey, it's Alan Tudyk. I just wanted to reach out and welcome you along with the Duke of Wesselton, who would like to say, welcome to Magic Our Way, I suppose, with Kevin and Danny, Eli, and now with Rachel. Not a big welcomer, but okay, welcome. And then also K2SO. And there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sana, everyone, you're listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> <laughs> he was so ready. He was. He was so pumped up. We look forward to that. You want to do it again just to just to have <clears throat> another chance at it? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> so anyway, guys, look, we are artistic buffs talk about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. For the show, we are talking about our Disney journey. And look, this is a little bit of a different introduction, so I'm just going to jump right to here. My name is Kevin. And I'm Rachel. And we have a couple of very special guests. First of all, that voice you heard is none other than Cajun chavez Chavez. Kirk's back in studio doing the Eli role with the libations. Welcome, Kirk. Thank you for coming up to Bayou. We appreciate it. Doing the Eli role sitting in the Danny chair. Yeah, oh, a lot of craziness. We're crossing the streams. Streams always get crossed. You like that? Especially when I'm here with Eli. I know. Always get crossed. Bad things happen. And I tell you what, no offense to our special guest, but what I'm really excited about is this the first time I can see Rachel. This is true. With Josh in the background. Is Josh in Josh is in the oh, background. Oh, Josh. But I am excited about the special guest. Oh. Nice to meet him for the first time. Yeah. yeah. In studio for the first time. He was, he's come to New Orleans before and visited with us. But we actually have Professor X now. Used to be Listener X. Yep. But he got his degree, and now he's full-on professor and teaching the good word of Disney in studio in New Orleans, straight out of Philly by way of Austin. Keith, man. That was a lot. Disney yeah, Thanksgiving, <laughs> man. Here he is. Well, thanks, guys. I'm uh, really excited to be in the uh, studio. And Kevin, you remember it was like ep- episode like 65 where I took your seat? Remember take Kevin's seat? Yes. Well, I think now I'm the only uh, guest host or whatever. So now I took uh, Danny and Eli's seat as well because they're not here. So basically, the only seat left, Rachel, I'm coming after you. I'm coming after your seat. Yeah, you'll have to come to New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, next trip. I'm excited to be in a studio here today, and I think we have a great topic. Yeah, it should be a lot yeah. of fun, and it's it's, it's great to uh, have y'all in here in studio. And you're probably wondering, well, where's Danny and Eli? Well, they're taking a much-needed uh, quick vacation down to Walt Disney World as we speak. We're recording this on Friday the 15th in the evening, and they just got down there, maybe around uh, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock Eastern time, somewhere in there. Hopefully, they make their Narcoozies reservation, because I don't know, Rachel, if you heard this, but they ran into some weather issues, and their flights were delayed and stuff, and they didn't get out till late. He was texting. No, I didn't hear that. But I'm excited to hear about their trip when they come back, because they're doing Mickey's Not So Scary and Halloween Horror Nights. I know. I just heard about that. It'd be cool to have a little side-by-side comparison. 
That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. And they're doing Typhoon Lagoon, of course. That's one of the main reasons why he wanted to do this trip, because he didn't get a chance to do it as much on his last trip. Yeah, they're taking time off. Uh, Rachel and I, we called upon them weekends to help us out to fulfill this particular week so they can enjoy time away with their family and just uh, enjoy a good time in Walt Disney World. We sent out the signal. Yep, sent out out the signal. signal. Flew in and here we are. (laughs) Here we are, all of us. I want to tell Rachel, with the most recent news about Country Bears, Going oh, away. yeah. I'm going to need to get there before that disappears. So you, you oh, know, cool. we don't have any dates for when it's closing down or anything. I don't think no. they announced it yet. Yeah. But they did say 2024, the new one will reopen. But that could be December 31st. No, this is true. <laughs> yeah, it could be late in the oh, year. Oh, for sure. All I that, mean, all that yeah. to say is I'm going to need to get with you soon. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, anytime. Because Rachel can book vacations. In case Rachel anybody was wondering if everything that she's a travel agent. Just in agent. case anyone needs to get down right before Country Bears close. So, Kurt, you have to hear Blood in the Saddle one more time, right? In person. I have listened to the audio of that show every morning so far this week. Since, since oh, wow. Gone away. Well, then you have oh, to, since uh, the news broke, huh? It's. I think there's been trips I've taken that I haven't gone, uh, gone to the show. But now that it was going away, it's like, I got to be that. I want to yeah. hear, hear that music. It's always once they get rid of it, basically you have to um, do it one last time. And it's like I understand the reasonings and everything. It's like I said on the Facebook a group how long can D- a disney park have a song called blood in the saddle right. and mama don't shoot little, shoot little buford but um i'm a certain aspects of it i'm gonna be really disappointed to see leave most one's gonna be um throw ravers across voice i don't know how they're gonna keep it as the um feel which i think it's buffy plays oh, i don't know okay. how they're gonna keep that voice i didn't know you were such a country bears fan That's oh i love awesome. country bears you know it's funny it's like you you almost take it for granted until it starts to go away and then you're just like oh no maybe i should have gotten seen it on these past trips and stuff and enjoyed it because you never know when it's like you know tough to be bugs would be the same thing for me i I enjoy that show it's slated to go away and so you know i'd like to get goosed one more time (laughs) it's just i know i I haven't finished listening to that show yet because i I watch it i listen to it through youtube but i remember there was somebody who said they were actually pumped about seeing you zootopia going into the tree of life (laughs) and that kind of irked me a little bit i was a little Uh i was a little upset i don't know who that was i was also go like go like call the guys (laughs) and say hey we need to talk about this Rachel thing again. I, I, I don't know if it's going to work out that much. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Bugs Life fan. I, I can get that too. It's just Zootopia. It'll it'll be different, you know. And it'll be it'll yeah. really different. Yeah. The problem is, Country Bear has been around for 50 years, so therefore, when they change it up, you know, it's. I mean, I heard that the music they were doing and it sounded really good, but just because you're so used to it. You don't see it every time you go, but now that you know it's going away, I'm gotta see you it. have to book a trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta go, yep. book a trip just to go see it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they gave us such a big heads up with Splash Mountain. I got to say goodbye like a few times. <laughs> like I would go and I'd be like, "This could be it," and I would ride it, and then I would go back and I'd be like, "Okay, but for real, this could this be could it." Be it. <laughs> Final time now. Final time. Maybe it's this one. So that means Kirk, you're gonna have to book like several trips just yeah. in case. But that's what it takes. Until we know. But that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Get I your mean, fill of it, man. You go January. Hey, it's not. What, when's it closed? We don't know when it's closing yet. Sometime. I'll come no back month. in May. 24, yeah. <laughs> when's it closing? We don't know yet. I'll, I'll come back in August. We'll get all the video and recordings that you want, man, so you can relive it. Oh, I have a couple of home home recordings of the show in my, high collect, in my collection. Uh, or no, no, th- no. This is like so my my camera's hard drive. I could see Kirk kind of at the show, turning around, getting selfies with the bears in the background. I haven't done that yet, but I did get a <laughs> selfie. I did get a selfie with uh with not not Tracy, but um the oh, one that comes uh, down. Bonnie? Oh no, what's her no name? the one that comes uh, down from the ceiling. Teddy Barra. Teddy Barra. Teddy Barra. Yeah, Teddy I do, Barra. I do, yeah, have, yeah, yeah, I do yeah. have a selfie with her butt. There you go. Oh, was, <laughs> my wife and I were right in the front row. She's getting right on top of us. So I turned around. Hey, bad angle, but whatever, it works. You know what I will miss from the country bears? Either uh, Max Buff and. 
Oh, I forgot the third guy. The the three yeah, on the most, walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what I was just saying. That's the that's one of the things I'm really going to miss is going to be a thorough Ravenscroft voice. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But I remember growing up, that was like one of the things I, I always enjoyed was those three guys talking on the walls there. But anyway. Yeah. But at least it's not being replaced with a Toy Story puppet show. That's true. Shout out to Richard Hercher. Now, did you guys talk about it in the last episode? I apologize. I haven't heard it yet. But do you talk about the main reason why they're actually doing it? No, I don't think we did. Yeah. I mean, other than the inappropriateness of the show. Well, that that's kind of definitely a main reason. Because when I was there in December, you know, the whole blood in the saddles. And, you know, like you said, I was like, yeah, it's a little inappropriate. But I feel like they're, the Frontierland's going to be a little looser themed. Because, you know, the whole New Orleans, Tiana oh, right. place. Yeah, with Tiana, yeah. So, like, if it's kind of more nashville southern kind of music they can then get away with more of a bigger broad stream of a basically frontier land they can zhuzh it in yeah <laughs> so exactly right so i think that's part of it okay just food for thought all right so we got a great topic today that uh, professor x is uh bringing upon us talking about our dizzy journey so how about enough of our jibber jabber man let's get to it the hub our main topic segment of the show and as i stated at the beginning of the show we're talking about our disney journey and this is a topic that professor x has brought to us as he's known to do he's come on the show and he always has great topics to present to us so i'm gonna turn over to the good professor to take us through this exercise so what is this all about man well i didn't have time to do some uh you know i'm kind of i guess the magic our way historian so you know sometimes i do research and we talk about a specific attraction i think i did one about the uh history of the wilderness lodge or whatever but i thought just with danny and um eli not here and just a couple different people i thought we'd just do a little more intimate conversation i call it our disney journey just talking about where our love for disney started and then specifically like disney world and then I thought about just how our trips to Disney World changed over time. Like, obviously, you know, we can talk about like your touring strategies when it's just like you or your husband or wife or whatever. And then, you know, once the kids come in, how your trips have changed. And then I thought we can just wrap up with like any specific memories or, you know, over the years with Disney or any specific like your must do's every time you go to Disney World. So it's like your journey through Disney World over time. So hence the name. Disney journey. All right. Well, I'll t- leave it to you to take us through it, man. Where, where should we start? Um, well, what I guess I'll start just given my where my love for Disney came from. And I don't think I really know, Kevin, where you came from. You've been doing, doing the podcast for 10 years. So I'd love to hear that. Kind of obviously, Rachel's a travel agent. So I'd love to hear her interest. And obviously, Kurt's a big fan. He's going down to see Country Bears now. So I'll start. We can do round robin. Just So my kind of love for Disney actually started when I was seven. So I actually went to Disneyland on a trip. And the one thing I kind of remember is that my mom wouldn't let me on Space Mountain. Wouldn't let you? No. I guess because I was too young. Uh, yeah, so it was just my mom and like two kids. So I was seven. So it took me 40, almost 50 years to get back on Space Mountain because I actually went to Disneyland for the first time last year. And I remember going on Space Mountain and being like, ha ha, mom, I finally got here. Finally got to go on it, you know, 40, 50 years later, whatever. Did you text her that? You're like, look where I'm at. Yeah, right. I'm about to finally Space Mountain. My mom would probably be like, what are you talking about? But my love for Disney like started there. So something in that trip at seven year olds kind of just clicked. And then from like just over the years, I just became like a Disney fan. I remember back in the day, and I'm going back to the 1980s, like my dad would have a subscription to travel weekly and there would just be these little Disney articles. So I would like rip them out. So I had this huge, big scrapbook of all these old articles about Disney. And then when I was like 13 for um, my bar mitzvah, I got like Disney stock. 
And I've just been pretty much following the company ever since. And then I never really talked about this, and this might be a podcast for another time, but back in 1986, I got a private underground tour of the Magic Kingdom. Sometime we'll have to do a different podcast on that. About your private tour. About my private tour. Yeah, I took. I still have notes from like that trip back in. You 86. took notes. Yeah, I took notes. And, like yeah. during the tour, or you're just like after the tour. You well after you the tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I have like pictures that basically almost got ripped up or banned or whatever. So yeah. So wait, is this like stuff you can't see in like that whatever tour thing that they do now? Whatever. What's the name of that tour? Keys to the Kingdom. Keys to the Kingdom. Yeah, thank you. Like pictures of Mickey without a head, just like you know whatever <gasps> oh. and stuff like that yeah but anyway so my love just continued kind of over time and here i am you know early 50s and still a huge disney fan and now that i have a 10 year old son you know obviously it's more memorable you know having a kid in disney you know through their eyes that's where it all began huh? yeah just seven you know just being a little kid just clicking in the head and you know look kids have little interest or interested in something but to stick 45 50 years that kind of says something about disney i guess the magical most magical place or whatever but yeah so I kind of look at Disney from, you know, fantasy place, business, because I'm a stockholder, a little more cynical over the years. But yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, wait, we should let the, the other guest, special guest. Yes. Honor Chavez, let us know his story. <laughs> I don't know if I know, fully know your story. Well, I remember telling it to y'all, but off, off the air. air. Yeah, it was well, never really. Now it's on air. Because so. podcast it's, official. It's yeah. a, let's say it's a wrap. It's a convoluted story. There's a big 20, 25 year break in between. Mm-hmm. I was born before Disney World opened. So my parents went there by themselves. And my mom would never let me forget that the first year they went, they went in 72. I didn't want to go with them. Yeah, no interest. I refused. I really? did not want to go. Now, were you a little kid? I don't want to ask. I was born in 69. This is 72. So I was only like three, two, three okay. years old. And you didn't want to go. Really? I didn't want to go. So I stayed with my grandparents. But she never lets me forget that. But I did go in the summer of 73. I have the pictures and the proof to show me and my parents standing on top of um the island, Tom Stoy's Island. Real, okay. Really? Okay. Oh, fun. That's and, awesome. Um, in front of the castle and stuff. But that's where it started. So I blame my parents because my daddy was born as a boomer. Well, they're both boomers. But my daddy more so you know, grew up with old Uncle Walt, um, David Crockett. That's where my love for David Crockett came from. So they both, as I was a kid, installed all kind of Disney in me. Like, I got Disney deep it all, deep all up in me. Did you mean like watching Disney movies and like... Wonderful World of Color? It, all it, was, it was more... Like, now, this was the 70s, so there wasn't a whole lot of television, but it was some, but it was more books and okay. picture albums, if you remember vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, albums. yeah. Yep. I still have it, actually. It's my um, Mickey Mouse... It's not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but it has Mickey Mouse and a bunch of characters behind it, including Brer Fox and Brer Bear. Really? So like a record with the pictures? Yeah. Kind of? And it's okay. a bunch of um, Disney gotcha. Disney songs, Zippity Doodahs in there, Mary Poppins. And then, so it was about every year, two years, every summer, we go to Disney World. Okay. From, there, from then to the time I graduated, I got to high school, about 85. That was the last time we went to Disney World because my mom ended up getting pregnant from my youngest brother then. She just couldn't. And basically with me, life happened wasn't able to go to disney world anymore or wasn't able to afford to so i didn't actually get back there until 2004 so so what made you go back you know the 25 year old gap my wife at the time okay her uh, her brother and all were going they would um i don't forget the disney vacation club holders but they went and they invited us along so we all went so so kurt what was your like thought process like hey like were you excited about going like you haven't been in 25 years or like i'm too old for this or was very excited because every once in a while extent, extent life happens so other interests creeped in and took your mind off of it but every once in a while i would always remember specifically parts of the caribbean and when that movie came out it was it, it reignited it because it's it just it's just that was a good movie seeing, seeing the the, yeah. the different scenes that go with the ride and everything and just reignited and then i want to say at that time in the early 2000s there was a guy who put all kind of made disney documentaries and he put them on dvd 
It's behind oh. the scenes of the rise and stuff. And he, Martin, Martin, no, it wasn't Martin. Martin. It wasn't oh, Martin. Martin. Okay. It wasn't Martin. It was somebody else. And I actually, actually, I have a few of the house. I got the, I got all those haunted mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean ones. He would take these things and put them on DVD and they were pirated. But back then, you know what you're gonna do? Well, Disney eventually found out and shut them down. But I've not. Not before I got some. You of got them. a bunch got, of those? Okay. So I was interested in the history of Project Caribbean Haunted Mansion. I always stayed in my mind. We'll go back a little bit. My one biggest memory about Haunted Mansion was being terrified of it when I first wrote it. I remember writing it with my eyes closed. When and, you were a kid. When I was a kid, right. Okay, not no, not, not two years. Two thousand Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember writing <laughs> I remember writing it with my with my um, that been my awesome. hands over my eyes. <laughs> and I, and the, and one thing I remember sticking out to me, two things, was the um ghost host. And the grim grinning ghost when you go through a graveyard, but oh, I still yeah. would, I still would not look. I didn't want to. I keep going back when they went on that in '72. When they went, they bought the big um, commemorative book that Disney had put out. Disney World open shaped like a big black D. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. God damn! Oh, I wish cool. I wish Eli was here for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be the big black. <laughs> yeah, D. and and yeah. that I have that book, and it's I, you it's, still have that book. I still have that book. I took it from my mama. Don't tell her. It's so tore up. It's so torn up from us. From my brothers and I going through it, that the the covers almost come off, and you can see the pages all worn out because we would tear through. I think you're staring at all the pictures, and you had all these all these behind the scenes things of the twenty thousand leagues and the haunted mansion, jungle cruise, and all this stuff, and it was just just so awesome. I think that book needs to make a trip up from the bayou. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Year. I'm glad they bring it. I'm glad they bring carefully, it next time. Carefully. So and then we go back. Well, every time we would go to Disney World, remember when they put out these these souvenir books? Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it was. To the point where they were putting out new ones every year. Yeah, it was. But like, then it got to the point where they weren't, but they were releasing new ones. But it was just the old one with a new cover. Yep, exactly. But I still have them. Yep, yep. So and, I, I, and yep. I have all that at home. But well, you got to collect the cover. We go yeah. through those all the time. We, we spent through those. But anyway, so eventually got back in two thousand four. We loved it, but again, life is still going on. Can't really afford Disney World, and I wasn't able to go back until two thousand ten. Now, from two thousand ten to now, I think I've been around ten times, maybe. Okay, nice. so once a year then. Okay. Well, it was, yeah. it was a point where it was twice a year. I was, I was as bad as Danny at one point. So it's almost like you reunited your love for Disney. Like you said, life got in the way for 20 some years and then you, well, more as an adult. In 2010, when we went we went on that trip. And again, that was, it was organized by my aunt. She's real big in the Disney world. She loves it. But she really did it, took point on that. But once that trip happened, it was never again. That was, that was my thing. And um, we love planning them. We love going. And I mean, I would, that's how I discovered podcasts. I don't know what a podcast was before that. First person I discovered was Lou Mangiello, of course, because who did everybody think of? Lou Mangiello. Back then, yep. yep. Lou, Lou Mangiello and Len Testa. Those are the first two I heard of. And actually, through Lou Mangiello, I found WDW Today, Matt Hodgeberg and those guys. Yep, yep, yeah. Found they, that one. Yep. And then through an offhanded picture on Lou Mangiello's Facebook page, I saw these two distinguished gentlemen from New Orleans. Oh, yeah. What? Said, wait, wait, wait. What? Who there's are a, these guys? There's a Disney World, <laughs> there's a Disney podcast out of New Orleans. Who are these guys? So I looked up those guys, and it was the guys from Dixie Landings. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What a swear. Damn. I'm kidding. It was, it was, it was Kevin and Danny. And listen to them on some of those shows. Eventually, I sent y'all um, an email introducing myself and everything else. And Wait, so you're, so see, I thought you guys knew each other from high school too. No, no, no. I'm, no. He's, so he's you're a, just like I'm from a, an hour away. So you're, yeah, yeah, I know that, but you're just like a kind of a, Yes, was, uh, kind of like, yeah. Too, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Y'all all started That's as awesome. a weekend. I like it when they call me the unofficial official fifth member of the podcast, but I understand how things go. You know, Kurt, they said that to me too. So I you, you came, tell everybody. Oh, if you came oh, first, you can be fifth. I'll be we told it's funny, we told that to Rachel too. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go in the archives and see 
who was on first and then who oh, actually no, gets no. the plane? You were first. <laughs> when I came along, it was 2016 when I came along and they okay. already had a list of people on the uh, website, on the website with, with okay. names and everything. Well, I remember you guys coming on and being like something about Listener X and then I'm like, I'll be Listener X. Raise my hand here. So, no, the yeah. weekend names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that. Yeah. yeah. those. And um, 2010, we went once. 2011 and 2012, we went twice. 2013, we went twice again. And, I, and at that time is when I did a few Disney races because we were there one time and I saw, I forget where I was. I think it was at the Magic Kingdom and I, and I saw, I saw a little sneak peek behind a fence or something behind Main Street. And it piqued my interest. So I looked into the Disney races. Then I found that you actually race through the parks yep. and yeah. backstage in some points. So I got interested in that. And I was like, yeah, but I can't do a marathon. So I started doing some five kids every now and then local ones. And um, I was like, man, I still can't do a marathon. But the Disney, uh, the Tower of Terror, uh, Tower of Terror 5K, 5K yeah, came along. That, yeah. It ran for three years, uh, 12, 13, and 14, and stopped because of all the construction. That was cool. You ran one of those? No, I didn't. But those, I wanted to. Those were great races. It was awesome. And it was a, it was a night race. All you did was and boring as hell because you run down the street and you go down on Buena Vista Drive all the way to Magic to Animal Kingdom and you come back and you go through um Wild what Wild World of Sports oh and yeah. you make that yeah, loop okay. and you go back into the backside of Magic of um Hollywood Studios yeah and, and they they had to try to jazz up make it interesting so they'd have have characters every once in a while on the route. But since it was a Halloween-themed thing, it was all villains. Oh, that's oh. awesome. So you're coming, Dr. Facilities is right here. That's and you, awesome. And you got, you know, I think I want time to have Prince John was at one point in the oh, thing, okay. somebody you never see. Yeah, and yeah. They, they one time, one year, they even dragged out, drug out, drag, drug. Drug. One, drug. one of the old Nautilus um, submarines. Oh, that's uh, cool. But you could tell it was only half of it because only half of it was visible. The other side was the most was covered by a tarp so but it was on a tractor bed and it was pretty cool to see it yeah. took some pictures with that we did uh wine and dine which was at night too that th all the night ones were cool i wish they still did those yeah those that was awesome i mean it was wasn't hot it was tiring you still do you still yeah. doing some running and that was it i mean once i did those i was prepared to do the marathon and just never got to it and now i'm not getting to it <laughs> <laughs> but that was 2014, 2015, we didn't go because we bought a house, you know, priorities. Right. So 2016, we went and spent two weeks. Oh, wow. Damn. Nice. That was, yeah. That, it, it Gotta was, save up for we, that one. We went right before Halloween and we came back and we left right after, no, the first week of November. So we wanted to go for Christmas and Halloween. So we're there for that switchover. So we did the Halloween party and we also did the um, Christmas party. Christmas party, excuse me. Plus we did something called the um, uh, Villain Sinister Soiree. Soiree. It was, Ooh, it I was, remember that. it was that in was the, really uh, cool. what, where, um, is it Sunset Showcase? Yes. Yes. It was like, in Hollywood Studios, over in that that whole area, kind of by um, like Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, it was that, and that was awesome. And best thing about that was for the price. I don't remember what the price was. It was all the food and alcohol you could drink. Yes. Plus, oh, a yeah. really? Plus a stage show, a stage show with the villains, and they did meet and greets. Damn. It was like sticky piggy wings or something. I remember they had like some kind of like pork wing that everybody was talking about. We did that one? Damn. That and then twenty go back twenty fourteen. We had went and we had did the um a dinner, not a dinner. It was a show inside Cinderella's royal table, but it was villain. It was Tremaine, Lady Tremaine, Lady and the, Tremaine, yeah. and the three stepsisters hosted it, but had all the rest of the villains with them. That's it cool. was a dessert party. That was awesome. I'm getting off track here. It's and okay. uh, and that was that was 2016. Uh, went in 2017 for, for Halloween again. And we went, we all went in 2018. Yeah. No, we went 2019 with Disneyland. Disneyland. That was my yeah. first trip there. Mm -hmm. And 2021 went to uh, Disney World. And then 2024, you're going to four times. Uh, God says the same. Yes, I am. As many times as you can watch Country Bear. <laughs> Got some medical things at the house that's 
telling me, you know, got to got to bide your time and wait for the right moment. But yes, we'll be going. You know, to, uh, to piggyback on your story about being scared in a haunted mansion, don't no, no shame, man. I was the same way. I used to sit in like in a haunted mansion between my p- two parents and just like so, like sandwich myself in there because I was usually scared. You know, I went on it. But I was like frightened as all hell, you know, and especially the ones, if you remember, you know, the, the little ghosts that jump out from behind the gravestones and they're usually accompanied by like, a, ah, <laughs> like a scream of sorts. <laughs> That's exactly how they sounded. Ah, But yeah, no, I used to be scared of that part. I hated that part when you go in the graveyard and they would scream like that. It would just freak me out. But yeah, I used to go through that thing. And then eventually, I don't know when it's clicked, but one day I just opened my eyes and it's like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. And I haven't hid myself since. So Keith, go, to go back to your whole thing, which kind of got lost, is where did it come from? Did Disney love where did it come from? Yep. I would like, like your parents. I would blame yeah. my parents, yes. Yeah. No, but it, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. It's It all stems from them because and when you see a connection to country bears uh-huh. and these other things, it yep. comes from them. That's right. the reason I'm connected to them. Things like those original attractions. So it's almost like when you go to Disney World, it's almost like you have memories like from your parents that are kind of the ones that got you into Disney. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a nice little family connection that you have there. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. I would say so. And then we built our own, you know, because right, yeah, I didn't get to bring my kids much when they were young, but you know, got a little older, I was able to bring them a lot. So now my kids, they can go to Disney World. They like they wanted people that said we don't need no damn map. We are the map. <laughs> right, you are right. the map. It's always fun to say that too, because when the first when I went back in 2010. I was not the map. Yeah. I needed a map. But yeah. now, well, I don't know now. I haven't been back in a couple of years, so I don't know if things might have changed. I just collect maps now. That's <laughs> so, all. Oh, I, I always fun. collected maps. Yeah. Oh, and I'll give you a bonus where does something come from. I don't know if you pay attention a whole lot, but Kevin, the guys here, maybe not you, Rachel, will know who my favorite Disney character is and who is the one that every time I go, I have to see them. I don't have to meet them. I don't have to make a picture. So as a bonus, what you I do, have to give a true. hot uh, wave in the distance. I got. It. I have just to see a, them. A far picture. I have to see them. Now I do try to get a picture, but if I'm not able to, I at least got to find them and say, "Hey, I see you." I don't you know. Should we make Rachel guess? <laughs> or they're, they're, yeah, I don't think I, I was just thinking. I was like, "Do I know?" I don't. Th- I okay, don't think well, I do. Yeah, give us a hint. We'll, we'll, hint. Mean, we'll play this little guessing game. Me it's, and a, it's a character from Walt's time. Okay. Okay. And it's a person who I was. I got into the movie because when I, we first got cable back in the eighties, you know, long time ago, Rachel, far, far away. When we first got cable on HBO, it was one of those movies that it was one of those movies that played all the time. That's it true. It played so much, and I loved the movie so much that my daddy hook, took his hi-fi eight-track tape player, put it next to the TV. And with his little microphone, recorded that movie on a track tape for me. Dude, that's awesome. So this is like a main character then? This is a main character. The movie is named after them. I don't know, Rachel. I'm stumped. Do you have any idea? Like an I'm 80s like movie? No, 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 no definitely it's, not it's 80s. A, no, it's, no, it's, no, a, it's you, a movie from oh, Walt's time. Walt's time. Okay. From Walt's time. I think he yeah. said eight track. So and you recorded. I, mean, I was just saying TV. that this is the time that I really, when I was a kid, I really got into this movie and this particular character. He was born in '69. I feel like Mary Poppins, but that's... Oh, man. Did good. I get it? Very good. Wow. Yes. Right oh, wow. Good. Oh, Mary Poppins. Because awesome. and it's, and it's, my wife would always make the joke about, oh, you need me to, to get a Mary, Mary Poppins costume? <laughs> Hell no. It has nothing to do with that. You talk about you talk about Leia in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes, get that costume. <laughs> I don't want you to get a Mary Poppins costume because it's not that. It's that is the character that is something that I really am connected with and love. All right, I'm going to go on a crazy tangent here just for a minute. Mary Poppins too. I was going to ask the same thing. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. Emily Blunt did a did a fantastic job, but of, not the of original. Emulating right? of emulating uh, Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews in, that, uh-huh. in, that, in that role, right? But no, okay. That movie did not need to be made. So then, were you? One last tangent. Were you bummed out when like they were going to do this whole Mary Poppins land in Epcot? No. Or you thought it would just be ruined because it would be more based on Mary Poppins 2? Yes. Okay. Exactly what I thought. Thank you. 
I'm like, you kidding? You see exactly no. what I thought. When they announced that, it was after the, that movie came out. I figured it would be a new theme to that. It's like, eh, I don't want that. So I, I picture now um, Kurt just kind of walking around United Kingdom, and he's in Epcot, walking World Showcase, just kind of pop over, just just give a wave to Mary Poppins or like a nod. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, and just move on. Yes, my, my wife tell you, tell you exactly that. Right. I have to head. find her. <laughs> When we, when we went to Disney World this last time, I, remember, I told you and I, we walked through the gate um, under the train. I had to find her. Sure enough, we turned around and there she was. She was on the train too. Yeah, I remember seeing that picture. I have a picture Facebook. of her. Yeah. That's awesome. The background. That's great, man. So, Rachel, so I don't think I know your background story of, obviously, you're a Disney travel agent, so obviously, you have a love of Disney, but how far back does it like go? Like, Was it like you're a child or kind of as you got older or once you had kids or, you know, tell us your Disney journey. I will. So I'm a millennial for people who maybe don't know. So I'm a little bit younger. I was three <laughs> when the little mermaid came out. Oh in theaters, and uh, I loved that movie. It was the first movie I saw in a movie theater. And so I was like that, like awesome grade school age for beauty and the beast and Aladdin and Lion King sort of that golden era. But for the parks, Full House did an episode where everybody went to the to Walt Disney World. I remember and that. that was, yeah, that was like it for me. I was like, I, I have to go. So Full House sucked you into Disney World. Yeah, yeah. Their marketing was like awesome. right on point. Yeah, really good. So I loved that episode of Full House. I watched it like as much as I could. But of course, you know, we didn't have on-demand TV back then, so you had to wait until it came on syndication. <laughs> so did you like, Mom, Dad, like that Full House episode, we have to go there. And they're like, what are you talking about, right? Yeah, I did. And um, like my parents didn't have a ton of extra money for vacations. Like, we, you know, we were comfortable, but we didn't really do big vacations. We did a lot of road trips and, and things. And so I did ask to go to Disney World and it took a little bit. We didn't go until 1998. So I was 12 and we ended up being able to go because my dad uh, worked for Volkswagen. And in 1998, Volkswagen released the new Beetle, you know, like the new version of yeah, the Beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they did a huge event for all of their like managers and owners that my dad wasn't an owner, but he was one of the managers at a Volkswagen dealership nearby. And so he got to go and bring the family for, I think we did three park days. We had to pay for our flights, but everything else was pretty much covered by Volkswagen, at least as much as I'm aware, you know, I was 12. So I don't know, like the gritty details, but I do know that we didn't pay for the resort and the tickets. Do you remember where you stayed? Yes. We stayed at the Grand Floridian. Oh, wow. So you right off, yeah. the, mm-hmm. right off the bat staying at a deluxe. We could see the castle from the room, which is amazing. And that's that's why I know my parents didn't pay for it. There's no way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. So, but it was so cool because every single night of the trip, Volkswagen bought out the parks. Oh, wow. So oh, my God. We would have like a normal park day during the day. And my dad would have to go to like meetings. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. conferences. Yeah. yeah, the work. My mom. Yeah. Yeah, my mom took me and my sister to the parks. And then in the evenings, we would all go together. But Volkswagen bought out the parks. So we would oh, have wow. the space to ourselves. And they had um, like banquet tables with hors d'oeuvres and food like all over the parks. So you didn't have to pay for your food. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Holly- I'm pretty sure Magic Kingdom. I don't think Magic Kingdom was open bar, but Hollywood Studios, the whole park was open bar. And it got like sloppy. Like I remember that being my first 
experience with like really drunk people. Oh my god, that's my people. I've, yeah, Hollywood studio. <laughs> and you're at Disney. Volkswagen. Wow. Yeah. Open bar buffet. Yeah, and they they had tons of like special characters, and I was super into the autograph book thing, and so we got like tons of really cool characters to sign our autograph books, and it was a great trip. Um, for Hollywood Studios, they did like this whole red carpet thing where they like must have paid cast members to line the red carpet. And so as the families came off the buses to do our like extended private evening, the cast members were like asking us for our autographs and like, oh, did a wow. whole, yeah, it was a whole thing. And I remember being 12 and thinking that was the coolest thing ever. That <laughs> like, it was so awesome. So, so your first trip was kind of a little bit different from it must have been a letdown yeah. afterwards, I would imagine. Well, Total pimp, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it was a crazy first trip. Really fun. It was short, though. You know, like, and we just missed Animal Kingdom by, like, two months. Oh, wow. Oh, it wasn't open yeah. yet. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't open yet. It opened oh. in 98, but we were there in, like, the end of January, beginning of February of 98, and it opened in April. So we just missed it. But I remember everybody talking about it opening really soon and I wanted to go. But yeah, so we did that, and I loved that trip, and we didn't really go back. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was kind of it. I went back as a high school student with my marching band. I was okay. a marching band kid. Oh, sweet. And so the high school marching band did Disney World one year and Disneyland another year. So I did that with the marching band. Then I didn't go back again until I had my daughter for her third birthday. Josh okay. and I took her for our first big family trip. And that was the trip that I, I'm a teacher. I spent the summer before that trip just like deep diving parks planning so and <laughs> so is that where then your love from travel agent came from yeah so i like yeah like i said i deep dove parks planning that was when i found this podcast was the summer of 2014 and started listening listening to lou like you said and the diz and all of those so and just like really got into the planning aspect of everything and we took our first trip in february and i remember us saying like well it's probably not a one and done but you know maybe we'll go back when she's much older and we went back that august oh. <laughs> we went back six months later because i like had to plan another trip and then we went back my husband and i did the race right after mm -hmm. that the wine and dine in november so we took three trips in 2015 Oh, is that the one we met y'all with? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah. Okay, for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So that was still just like our first year of of loving Disney World trips. And so at that point, I started thinking about being a travel advisor specializing in Disney, but it didn't happen until 2018, um, mostly because I just didn't really know how to get started. And I ended up being a part of a lot of planning, like online Facebook groups. And the owner of our travel agency, um, her name is Heather. She saw me respond to a bunch of people's questions and eventually she reached out to me privately and was like, hey, you seem like you really know what you're talking about. And if mm -hmm. you want to try being a travel agent, you should. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. I don't know. Really, like I'm not a very good salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know Disney, but like it's a sales job and I, I'm not really a salesperson. Um, and she was like, you'll be surprised. So people will just kind of come because you'll know what you're talking about. And so that she was right. And so I've been doing that ever since 2018. And that's kind of that's how I got started. Really, I was drawn to the idea of being a Disney travel planner because I needed to stop planning my own trips. We were running out of money. Oh, fair. Like, yeah, yeah. I just like constantly <laughs> wanted to plan a trip. And when you're only planning for yourself, that's a pretty expensive hobby. It's almost <laughs> so like... Almost sounds like an addiction. It's like, do we need to do an uh, yes. intervention here? We coordinate yeah. with Josh and uh, 
Yeah, well, so I turned it into something a little more productive. (laughs) Which brings money back to supply said vacations for y'all, which is great. Yes, and we go a little less now than we used to then because I am planning other people's trips instead of obsessed with planning my own. Like Kirk's trip to see the country bears. Exactly. So, And you said it all started with Little Mermaid, basically? Yeah, I mean that was the first movie I saw in the theater, and um, and, yeah. and when you and when you you know got introduced into the travel agent stuff, could you would you say that you really want? And I'm not going to butcher it. You really wanted to be part of that world. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and actually, like the full circle um, <laughs> nice. on our first trip with our daughter, we uh, stayed in a Little Mermaid room at Art of Animation. Ah, so. there you go. Oh man, yeah. look at that! It all comes back to Ariel. It does. It does. Yeah. All right, so. r- another real quick tangent. So I just saw the the live action Little Mermaid movie. What what, what you, did you think? Since obviously you know it was a big part of your life, kind of growing up, you know, got you into Disney from the original. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, put it on. <laughs> put it on your to do list, and then circle back in another podcast episode. Be curious to see your uh, you know thoughts. Well, I'm curious. Is there, is there reason? My daughter wants to. Is oh, there- why haven't I seen it? Yeah. Well, it just came out on Disney Plus like last week. Well, so. I mean, at the same time, it's like maybe it's like a situation where it's like you know you you, you that original movie in the 90s was so monumental for you maybe it was like you don't want to do anything different to change it or whatever i don't yeah, know that's a good yeah that's yeah. i mean we've talked about it on the podcast a little i don't love those live action movies i really don't and so none of them really get me excited i have caught all of them except for beauty and the beast we saw beauty and the beast in the theater but the other ones i've caught just like on disney plus when I'm bored or I just don't really make an effort to go see those. I'm thinking based on your, your memory, you know, when you're three or whatever, probably just don't watch it. The, the live action one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just totally different and it might distort, you know what I mean? Like your original memory. So maybe just leave your original kind of memory. Just yeah. Did it do that, that for so. you? Did it distort your, uh... no, I mean, it didn't distort it. It just without going in another tan, I just thought it was just different. And I just liked the original better and, Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of CGI. Yeah. I'm mean, not going to get into it, but yeah. Yeah. But it, it's interesting. And we could circle back on this a little bit because I want to hear Kevin's thought process. But it's interesting how, you know, obviously Kurt has history when he was a kid and then he had a break when he was adult. And then Rachel, you know, had a memory. She had that big trip when she was 12. And then she went back because she had a kid. And I'm sure Kevin, you know, we'll get into your history in a second. But it's interesting how, like, when you go to Disney as a kid and then when you go and you see it through a children's eyes, it completely changes everything, mm, like oh, yeah. your your trip and your touring plans and everything yeah. else. And we'll we'll get into that in a little bit, but you know, sure. So Kevin, so let's hear your kind of your Disney backstory. Obviously, you do a podcast. I do, yeah. So, so I like a little bit. Yeah, a little you know, bit. Sure, you know, just a little bit. You've been doing it ten years, so you know a little bit, but yeah, just 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 a skosh. A uh, but, uh, you know, a small plethora. How'd you kind of get into your web Disney and then the podcasting and all that? Well, I I blame my parents. Kind of like her, you know, especially my mom, actually. My mom specifically was a big Disney fan. I don't know if I ever mentioned on the show, but my parents were immigrants. They came to this country, uh, first generation here. And I never got, to, before she passed, I never really got the story of why she liked it so much. But she did. So much so that apparently, you know, I asked her, like, I, I used to think that the first time I went was, like, maybe um, when I was, like, I don't know, like, five or six years old. But apparently... I was there when I was a year old. Of course, I'm not going to remember this right, stuff. Right, right. You know, but apparently I, she told me that, yeah, we, we t- I was born in 75. She took me in 76. I remember nothing of that, but I wish I did because I know it was really cool, <laughs> you know, back close to when it would open. But we would go as often as we could, you know, so almost every year or if not, definitely every other year, we would definitely go because my mom really liked it. And we lived in New Orleans. Well, let me back up just a little bit. We They immigrated to New York. My mom was a nurse. 
and she worked for the VA, you know, Veterans Administration, the hospital and stuff. And, you know, for a bunch of island folk, New York is a bit cold, right? right yeah. So they, she wanted a transfer and she, she put in for a transfer to a VA in Tampa, New Orleans and Houston. And New Orleans was the first one to respond. So she took that job and the rest is history. Here I am. I moved down here when I was three. And so that's why Walt Disney World is such a big part of my life because it was so very close. We, we drove that even back then when the speed limit was just 55, we drove down to Disney World. And I talk about that on a podcast is I'm probably the only person on the show that does drive down right, there yeah. often, you know, and Kirk did a drive with me last time we did a trip down there. We, we, we both drove. We both drove. Yeah. That was fun. Drove. It was a guy's trip. It was a guy's trip. And you had, and you had sausage from Bucky's. You remember that? <laughs> it was big. I do remember that. You remember the look from that guy when I put it out in the window? Yeah. I, I think he scarred him for life. It was a good time. It was a big sausage. So that's where my love initiated. I don't know when I took ownership of it. At some point, I think, and you know, I, I actually maybe I do, I do know. I remember when I took ownership of it. There's a, we make trips to the Philippines. You know, my, my parents right. came from the Philippines, and so I remember one trip. We came back from the Philippines. We had, you know, we flew from LAX back to New Orleans. We just landed maybe early morning, and all of a sudden I hear my parents is like, "Well, we got a few days. I'm still off. Let's go to Disney World." So we hopped in our car at the airport and we didn't even stop by our house. We just went straight down <laughs> to Florida and drove down there, stayed there for the weekend. It's probably one of the best trips ever because it's like, you know, I went to go visit family in the Philippines and I come back. I'm at Disney World. This is great. This is awesome. And this was back in the day when there was only two parks. So, you know, a quick weekend trip was very doable. Right, right. So that, I think that's what solidified me into absolutely loving it. And so I loved it all the way through grade school. In in high school, it didn't help either because we'd take band trips. I was also a band kid. We'd march to Magic Kingdom, which, you know, as band kids would do as part of Magic Music Days. I did that, I think, what is it, so freshman year, sophomore year, and then senior year and whatnot. And so that solidified it. Loved it all through college. You know, I was in college at the time when Rachel was watching The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. and everything else. You know, I was going through that renaissance. So I was up by the age. And then at some point, I did take a little break. I think it was after I graduated college. That you know, a lot of stuff happened in my life with you know parents passing away, nine eleven, all the all different kind of stuff that was crazy, and so I ended up t- just taking a little quick break. But at some point, I think I rekindled it thanks to there used to be like Disney, uh, what do you call it, news groups back before they had you know it, the early days of the internet. You had news groups that you subscribe to, and you get all different types of Disney news. But when the internet was first very new, the internet as we know is today. There used to be a web page called the Ultimate Disney Link Page, T-U-L-D-P. Yep. I, remember I think I remember that, yeah. And it had every link that Disney of, of things that were related to Disney. So I was on that website daily, just clicking on links. It was literally just a text web page with just a bunch of links, and I went through it all. And then back, this was also back in the days of Napster and um, yeah. all those other things where you'd steal, the, you know, LimeWire, Lime yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And so I would just download you know, monorail spiels, Disney music, this left. I have, I still have CDs of that stuff, you know, in my house. I, I I know exactly where they are, and I can pull it up. And there's all the things. This was before they did the um, what was it the Walt Disney World Forever CDs? You all yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Where you could go to the kiosk and make your own CD of of whether it's like spiels of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it was really that yeah, was for the 25th. I think they did that. Was it? For, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. so. Yeah, I remember the cake. Jesus. <laughs> Actually, I wish they still did that, but I guess technology is different where you can just do that wherever. And and I kept loving Disney all the way through. Even when I had kids, I, I infected, like I took my oldest, I, I took her when she was like six months old, <laughs> you know, not for her sake, but for my sake, I right. wanted her to take pictures and it was great because we spent a weekend, you know, me and my wife and the, and the oldest 
at the beach club and you know we just kind of toted around she's this itty bitty little cute and so everybody was just gushing she's like oh you're so cute you're so cute it's like yeah i know we made we made that so <laughs> but anyway it was it was a lot of fun just to have pictures of that with with her even though i knew she wouldn't remember it yeah and then eventually i i knew danny from high school and you know i knew eli graduated me in high school and stuff and uh we all we all would hang out we had the same kind of uh, overlapping group of friends and one day you know danny and i never really hung out as much until like maybe the 2000s i, I knew danny in high school but uh through eli but i, ne- I never i never really hung out like i do with him now and what sparked that and this is kind of what how the podcast came to be is that i went over he used to live in mid-city all right i used to live in mid-city and then so i went over his house we did i forgot what it was i don't know if it was new year's or whatever but one day i stumbled into his basement ish we don't have basements but it's like a lower level than the first floor by slight it was like maybe like a couple of feet lower it's okay. not like a full-on basement like right. you guys have but i went in there and all of a sudden i see all these books and videos of disney stuff i'm like what the hell's going on here i was like what did i just stumble into and danny i just started talking and he you know i i discovered his love for disney and we just went and talking talking and the year passed and um, we had a friend mark who was in tv and it's like yeah you, should, you know we could do a podcast and just talk about it and the rest, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. a fan ever since. Yeah, I had a small little lull in there, but I've kept my Dizzy fandom. And and just like you guys, I you know back in the early days of podcasting, I listened to Lou. I listened to Ricky Burganti, was mm-hmm. one of my faves. Yeah, yep. inside when Inside the Magic was worth something. And then oh, WDW Today, those guys. And then also Netcot. Netcot uh, with Van was one of my faves. So those four shows, when I had an iPod, and you know iPod still yep. had a scrolly yep. wheel. I would download it and I would listen to it religiously week after week. And then at some point, I think, and, and this is a story I've told in the show before at the various ways, but at some point when, what began my Disney podcasting is that uh, it was two things. Lou uh, it, it gave, uh, you know, always on the show, he's very encouraging just to do follow your dreams and stuff like that and do stuff that you love. And then also Kevin Smith, which is why he's a big part of this podcast. He broke it down. He's like, yeah, to podcast, you just need two microphones and a, and a computer and a friend and you can podcast and i'm like well, there you go Danny's a friend and <laughs> right. we have i like, have those things <laughs> yeah i got i definitely got microphones and sound gear we could definitely do that and so we started magic are we podcast it was just us two and then uh, apparently kirk discovered us through that and rachel i didn't realize you went all the way back to 2015 that was only maybe three years in 2014 24 oh yeah only two years yeah, so, yeah, yeah summer summer of 2014 i remember the first episode that i heard of you guys it was when it had to be in the, the top 60 or whatever but basically, you were doing like an imagineering, like imagineering a type of land, kind of when you did your armchair imagineering. Mm-hmm. That was the first episode that I heard you guys from. Oh, okay. So, and then rest is history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rest is history. So, yeah, I, 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 to answer your question, my love for it boils down specifically to my mom, and you know, I guess my parents overall, but my dad for supporting my mom's addiction to whatever Disney thing. I never had a chance to sit down and talk with her why she loved it so much, but um, I'm thankful that she did because here I am, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's interesting because like so you have obviously a family connection as well, which is awesome there. And I actually did the same thing that you did, Kevin. So when my son was nine months old, we took him to Disney World. Nice. And pretty much <laughs> we did the same thing where we put him in like Winnie the Pooh outfit and then he met Winnie the Pooh and put him in a Mickey Mouse outfit. He met Mickey Mouse and like Tigger, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just interesting how to see like the parks through your like your kid's eyes. And, you know, obviously it sounds like Rachel, you know, you took your daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you took your daughter over time and, and son and son and yeah. same thing, Kurt, you know, you took, you know, your kids kind of over the years. So it's, it, 
Because it's interesting because when I used to go to Disney, I was Disney Thanksgiving. So I would used to go every year for Thanksgiving. And I have to thank my dad for that because instead of going to see relatives, we would go to Disney World for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so it was like from 96, like 97, 98, 2001, 2002, 3, 4. And then I lose track after that or whatever. Yeah. And we would stay like I actually have fond memories of like being with my parents at the All Stars. So I think there's definitely a family connection with all of us, and that's you know really cool. I mean, I just hope I could just pass it on to my kids. Right, sure. exactly. I know, I know they're, and I think I'm being successful because they're chomping at the bit to go back. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. As far as you know, they want to go back. Yeah, it's great just to see how your kids see the parks. You know, the old saying, seeing it through a children's eyes, and it, it's interesting how boring plans change over time. Because when I like. In the early 90s, you know, I wasn't married. I didn't have my my son. So I was one of those that did four parks, four days. Like, you know, I would be as soon as the park opened to as soon as they closed, have blisters on my feet or whatever. Like what they call total commando. Just yeah, like commando the, style. From sun up, sun down, you just go. Yep. And then pretty much, you know, once I have my son, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Which is, it's not a bad thing, actually. As you go to Disney so many times, kind of like Kurt just wants to go see Country Bears. And Danny's now, you know, in Disney World right now, and his main kind of focus is Typhoon Lagoon. Well, it, to your point, even too, it, it allows you to just kind of slow down and take right. in all the details. The one thing that Disney's known for is attention to detail. And so, yep. you know, Kirk in one trip was taking pictures of the trash cans. I still do. You still do. And you never <laughs> notice how like the different details they have yep. for every different trash can in every different area of the land. And it's just yeah, amazing it's cool. that now we're, I mean, we're, we're fortunate enough to have that luxury of being able to take in those things that somebody creative at some point came up with and said this was necessary got it greenlit and they did it right so no more commando style you're actually stopping to actually appreciate the little details that smell the roses as it were right right so now when we go we go to a park like one or two days and then we'll resort hop or you know just kind of relax and slow it down and enjoy kind of those you know little details there yeah it's funny you talk about touring because like i remember when i was younger it's like you know i i I used to collect the burn bomb guides. I still kind of do. I yep. picked it back up. And yeah. I, there used to be a thing, a section where he, he called it like everything else in the world. Uh-huh. Like one page, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, well, I mean, it was multiple pages, but I'm like, I would ignore that because it's like, I don't want to do that. Right. I want to do all the, the rides yep. and do the parks and stuff. And nowadays it's like, I go back and I look at that section like, oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, uh-huh. this restaurant, I want to check this out. You know, and, and I do, I, I, I attribute uh, my uh, interest in restaurants to Danny because he was always big into restaurants and stuff. And, I, I was, I mean, I never grew up where my parents wanted to do the sit downs. We always did like fast food, the counter service. Thing, right, right, right. Because that's what we could afford and whatever else. But nowadays that I'm older and, and, you know, just chatting with Danny, I got to appreciate all oh, the sit downs have just as much to offer, you know, maybe as, as like the parks and like the other stuff as well. Really, really a fun, unique experience. Like I always try to do now something that I haven't done before, you know, yeah. even though you've yeah. been there. So many times, you know, like I actually, you know, we were talking off air before we started here. You know, Danny was Typhoon Lagoon. I, I, I feel ashamed that I never been there because um, Danny talks it up so much. And I think I would love the vibe. So, you know, there's always something always for you to do. And I'm sure, Rachel, you know, when you talk to your clients, you get a feel, you know, what styles do they do? They do? Are they commando style or they want to have a more relaxing Disney vacation or Kind of whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you, how do you gauge it? Is, do you uh, intentionally gauge that, or is it just comes out of conversation? Or yeah, sometimes I intentionally gauge it if it's not coming out. Most of the time, I'm usually helping people who are first timers or like don't go super often. Um, I mean, I can help anybody, but 
that's, I would say that's the majority of people I help are people who, you know, are trying to do like a once in a lifetime type thing. And a lot of the time they are looking at Disney as a traditional vacation where you might use the word relaxing. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. And so most of the time I'm trying to just ease them into the idea that this is not necessarily going to be that. And I type, you know, type them through like, it can be relaxing. Let's talk about how, you know, we can prioritize the things that are really important to your family and then make time for the relaxing piece, right? So that means like taking a break day or- Like um, a pool day or something like, like a, that. Yeah, yeah, or like midday breaks every day. Mm-hmm. And so how can we like front end all the stuff that you want to do so that you can leave the parks and feel like you accomplished things and then just go relax at your resort and have a nice sit down dinner. So it's more around like we kind of have conversations about what do you want your days to look like? And then it kind of comes out of that conversation. But then sometimes all people contact me like we want to do a park every day for five days and we want to do both universal parks and we're only going to be there for three days. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> you know? And so and so then in that case, I'm like, OK, these are people that want to commando all day long. And so we'll we'll have those kinds of plans and Instead, but it sounds like you also got to manage some expectations there because yeah, yes, that's a lot. Yes, <laughs> I once yeah, I think it was last year, or the year before, I had somebody reach out and they were like, "We're gonna go over Thanksgiving break," which in New England, I don't know about you all, but it's just Wednesday to Sunday here. Mm-hmm. Same, um, yeah, yeah pretty same much, yeah. So, so that's like not even a whole week. And they were like, "We wanted you Disney World, Universal." And Discovery Cove. What do you think? And I was like, I think not. <laughs> I think you're I nuts. Think you, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've been there for Thanksgiving so many times. Yeah, you got to deal with the crowd. Yeah, that's not happening. It's a yeah, unique uh, week. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, if you get the week off, then the earlier in the week, it's fine. But later in the week, the crowds come and it's like, oh, I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, you don't want that. Well, Rachel, is there anything <laughs> that you haven't done yet that... Uh, to- Kind of speak it to what Keith was asking. Oh, or do you have any like must do's or any like every time you go to like Disney World, there's a certain like spot or location you kind of like have to do or a certain tradition or something like that? Yeah, I don't have I don't have anything that I like have to do every time, but I have things that I like to do most of the time I go. Um, so most of the time I go, I like to go to Animal Kingdom and sit at Nomad Lounge. That's like my oh, ultimate favorite nice. Disney World thing. I don't do it every time, but I do it a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's stuff I haven't done yet. I mean, newer stuff. Right. Like yeah. the Moana thing that's about to open. I haven't done that. You know what's something I love? This is kind of recent for me. It's really when I do an adults-only trip. I love going to Jelly Rolls. Does anybody else uh, like Jelly Rolls? Oh, it was I've never like, been there. Yeah, it's basically like our Pados. Yeah, right. Uh, Pado yeah. Brian's yeah. where they had the piano bar and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure we have stuff like that, like in Boston especially. But I've never been to one until Jelly Rolls, and mm. I love Jelly Rolls. So that's a new that's a new thing for me. I hadn't done that until like last year, I think. Yeah, we're trying to collect the resorts. You know, stay at all the resorts, and we're pretty close, but we haven't gotten there yet. So. I guess that would be something that I haven't done is I have not done all the resorts. I still haven't done all-star sports, old Key West. Oh, boardwalk. I haven't done boardwalk, boardwalk, boardwalk old nice. Key West and all-star sports. Oh, you did most of them. Then, yeah. Old most of them, but, right. but not those. I love okay. In fact, that's where Danny Eli are staying. Yeah. It just hasn't worked out for us, but I do want to do it. Oh, definitely worth it. No, definitely. I, I, I highly recommend. I love that place. I know one thing, and we were kind of talking about this when we were driving over here, Keith, is that, I have yet to do the Ohana breakfast. Yeah, that's the character yeah. breakfast. I keep hearing great things about it. I and I'll, I always go to 
Ohana for dinner, but I know that's one thing that's always on my mind. It's like, I really need to book a Ohana breakfast with mm-hmm. me. I've done other breakfasts, you know, like a Topolino's and, and, and beach club and all different kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, put that on your to-do list. I just did it in December Yeah, and I did it a couple of years before and I didn't like it because I felt like it was very rushed. But this time I pretty much, we went because my son was nine and he was turning to an adult for adult prices or whatever. So we did the character yeah. meal and I mean, you got to love the theming of the Polynesian and some they have like the pog juice and, you know, kind of like they have really good bread. So it's a fun atmosphere. So next time you come, bring your kids, you definitely have to try it. Yeah, I would definitely want to check that out. So Kurt, besides saying, you know, giving the nod to uh, Mary Poppins, is there any like must do's or traditions that you kind of oh, have? Yeah, like definitely. I, Every time I go to Walt Disney World, I have to, I have to visit Animal Kingdom. Okay. I mean, it's just a must do. <laughs> <laughs> it. Come on, man. You're not familiar, are you? No, no. Are you not I'm being sorry. serious? He's not being yeah. serious. He's looking a little okay, smiley. I picked, I picked the wrong people to play this joke on. No, you're man, I'm not being serious. I, can... I'm not, I think I'm the only one that knows that you, of your... As a matter of fact, I, I, he, fooled, he fooled me. So. That, that two-week trip in uh, 2016? Yep. Didn't sit for Animal Kingdom. was the best time ever. <laughs> All right, so that's not your must-do. That's your not-do. Because Rachel loves Animal Kingdom. It's my I very know this. Favorite. I know this. So now, now you know, we have a certain bond now. Yeah, you love it, and I don't, and that will be a contention. And, and the and universe forth. is now imbalanced because of it. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, the, yes. the show has extremes on yes, both ends. We have balance to the force. Um, must do. It's and it's going to be um, just Magic Kingdom and Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. That's I. I have to do those. Right. But as far as something that I just like to do itself, there is a certain area in Frontierland. That I just like to sit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Liberty Square. Oh, it's yeah. it's across from the stirrups. Uh, where you like to put your head through in your hands and uh, <laughs> then like you're getting uh, punished. Man, I just told you about talking about the stuff for the company. Oh my bad. Right? My bad. Yeah. yeah that's, um, that's that's it's our, across that's from uh, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. Okay. It, by the tree, the Liberty Tree. And I just like seeing there. I, I like the ambiance. I love the mm. music. Kind of near the Christmas store. Yeah, right there. Right I love yeah, that right store. Yeah. If there's no place to sit, which I don't remember exactly, but it's a stand around. I just like to just be right there. Oh, that is pretty. And it's, it's a, just that's a with nice, the lanterns, the yeah. little 13 lanterns yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice area. And that's just they, to be there in that area and there in Frontierland, that little, because I love the transitions in, well, yeah. in Magic Kingdom. When you go from uh, Main Street to Adventureland, there's that spot in that bridge. Yep. If you take one foot this way, you hear the drums. If you take one foot, the step this way, you hear the mainstream USA music, mm-hmm. and it's just cool. It's, oh yeah, of course, it's cool. <laughs> it's a great detail. No, no and uh, no. it's the same thing with Liberty Square and Frontierland. There's no barrier or anything there, but you have that right. that space where you just walk over that little the waterway they have there, and just from when you hear the um, fife and drum, the other side you hear the country music. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland's a better one with that with that that futuristic oh, yeah. music yeah. that they yeah. have easily. Yeah, and you go to Fantasyland on the back end, and you hear that. The Alice in Wonderland type music. It's just, that's one some of my favorite parts of it. But as far as something I have to I like to do is is go to that area specifically and just people watch, gotcha. grab a um grab a funnel cake from across the street, sit there and eat it. And then when I realize I'm being creepy, I get up and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome though. If for whatever reason you have that little tradition of that specific kind of spot where you mm-hmm. just have to be for whatever re- you know what I mean for whatever reason. So yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I have, um, I guess I have kind of one tradition and kind of one spot. So every time we go to Disney, we have to just get uh, a Mickey pop. 
Okay. It doesn't, it's not a specific location. And then we take her cheesy pictures of just kind of eating kind of, you know, Mickey Pop or kind of or whatever there. So, like um, the ice cream thing? Yeah, or? the ice cream. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's an easy thing to do or whatever. And then this is kind of more of kind of a memory. My wife's dad. So, we, we went on a trip in, I want to say mid 2000s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, my son was kind of little. He was nine months old. So, I don't know if you guys know how well you know um, Contemporary Resort. Yeah. Do you know the spot kind of where it's upstairs where there's chairs we can kind of see the firework? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just have kind of a memory of him being there with my son and just pointing out to him the monorail. So he passed away, you know, since then. So every time we go now, we just give like a little nod. Oh, nice. Just kind of go to that spot. So we have such a memory there of just him. That's really cool. When you I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. But when you said that, that wave, yep. that, that reminded me of another tradition. It's, it's a fairly new one for me. But when my... um. When my grandkids, the first time they went, I asked them to do it for me. I said, I, every time I go, I make sure I do this. So you have to make sure you do this. And it's just give a nod, however right. you want to do it, give a nod or whatever to the partner statue. Oh, to the part. I see. I thought you were going to say Mary Pop. No, okay. no, not her. That's, yeah. that's, that's me. That's perfect. okay. <laughs> that's good uh, for you. That was something yeah. for, uh, to, to kind of, I guess, get them to know who that guy is. Instead of just okay, that, that man right, standing right, holding right, Mickey right. Mouse's hand, know who he is. And they asked me, who is that? And I try to explain to him who it is, right. the man that started it all. Yeah. This is why he is why this is all here. Uh, and that's that's something I tried doing too. So you kind of almost are installing a new tradition for them. I'm trying that to maybe they'll ha- you know what I mean. Kids. So well, they don't listen. They don't listen to well. Actually, when they came back, I asked them, "Did you do it?" No, we didn't even see it. No, oh, oh. They killed that yeah. tradition right but I, there. But I do it. I do it. Whenever we go in, I try to that's even cool. if I don't say it out right. loud. Right. Give a little yeah. wave or something. Give a little just, nod wave, yeah. Just respect the man who this all comes from. I'll tell you one thing that I do like often I have to do, and I think I mentioned on the show, is like I have to go to the, the shooting gallery. Oh, so you just say bathroom. Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom too. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. got to do that. Well, we know that, Kevin. And I yeah. enjoy that. It's a much that. better trip. Yeah, a much better <laughs> trip. I'm, I'm not tense. But, you know, I love going to the shooting gallery, and especially since Walt Disney World made theirs free. Dude, I'm all over it. I'm like total Rambo up in that thing. You know, I'm, I'm like double gunning it and just, <laughs> yeah, woo, and making the little things pop up, you know, shooting the little lights. That's, I've never done that. Shooting gallery. Oh, shit. Yeah. It it's free muscles. now. It's free. You, know, you used to have to I, yeah, do quarters and, I, and stuff, and now it's free. I imagine it's not long for the world, so. Yeah. No, yeah. I think soon. that might be going away. Technology is yeah. a little old now, but yeah. it's still just fun just to do it. These are not actual lead pellets anymore. No, at least they're not lead pellets, which is nice. But um, it's definitely not, or at least Walt Disney World is not as upgraded as like Disneyland's. Theirs is a little bit more, is a little bit more advanced. Ours is probably going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, which is probably why it's free. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that's definitely something I got to do. Well, dude, thanks to, for taking us through that exercise, man. That was a, that was yeah. a lot of fun just to kind of relive a little bit of memory lane and, and kind of give a little uh, history lesson to all the weekends out there and stuff. So we definitely appreciate it. And, uh, listeners, we'd love to hear your thoughts, what your origin story is, your Disney journey is, and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us to share those stories in just a little bit. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoyed that episode discussing our Disney journey and why we love it and things that we absolutely have to do and things that we need to do. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Plus, if you want to get in touch with us to share your Disney journey, you can do so through the following ways. First, shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com or call or text us. Yes, I did say text us at 1815 a That is 1815. Oh, damn it, I missed it. 
I was Danny, Take. Danny, I am so ashamed. Oh. I am so ashamed, Danny. <laughs> I'm sitting in your chair and I did not I'm You know, before we did the closing, I was like, oh, certainly I, somebody's gonna get it. I was gonna say it, but I thought Kurt was gonna say and it. And I was because so, like, we said it early and I totally forgot. Can we do it again? You wanna do it again? I'm, I'm really bummed that I missed it. We can it. do it again. I feel oh. Danny will be Danny will be so well, honestly, I really don't just don't want to hear it from him because <laughs> he, he wouldn't let it rest. <laughs> no, he would. Right, retake that, I guess. No, I might leave or some just, of this in. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let me fast forward. Here we go. So yeah, we're gonna do this again because Kirk done messed up the ending. So I'm gonna fast forward. Here we go. Mo weekend. Uh, you like that? He's dancing while oh, he's doing it. Oh man, this swaying back and forth. Yeah, love it. Yeah, you're so sitting much. in Danny's seat and you you said them weekend and you feel pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, look, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, Eli is not here, and hopefully he's enjoying some kind of Long Island iced tea yes. or banana cabana or some kind of drink, Lapu Lapu and Walt Disney World. But man, support his Project Geisha. He's got great graphic novels and comic books and everything else. Um, if you want to get in touch with we'll us, shoot, shoot him an email at magicourway.com. I mean, magicourway at gmail.com. Follow him on Instagram at eivory504. On Twitter or X, he's Hancock10166. And on Facebook, he's Eli H. I- or E.H. Ivory. Make sure you follow him there. And if you're a bot, don't need you, man. He, does, he doesn't want those bots. Don't need to greet Never you. Never greet you. Don't you're a bot, greet don't want to don't greet you. Don't want to greet you. Don't, don't want any of that. Posting so, up the hearts and the likes. All this stuff. So, yeah, make sure you get in touch with Eli. Support his Project Geisha graphic novel and all the graphic novels that he's got out. Support those independent comics. Plus, if you want to book a vacation like Kirk next year for 10 times, you can check out Country Bears. Country you can bears. do it with Rachel. Rachel, how do they book with you? Yeah, I would be honored to help your family book a trip to Country Bears or anywhere. Um, cruising actually is really, really big this year. So if you're interested in a cruise, I can definitely help you there too. Um, I book all kinds of destinations, Disney, Universal, Royal Caribbean, major hotel brands around the world. And I would love to help you book. You can get me at Rachel at magicourway.com. I spell Rachel without the extra A. So that's R-A-C-H-E-L. And For savings. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, I'm all about savings. I can help add promotions to your package uh, without you even paying attention. I love to send emails to clients and just say, hey, guess what? This morning I saved you some money. So please reach out. I'd be happy to book you a trip. Again, Rachel at magicourway.com. Or you can also find me on social media. I'm at rfamilymagic. That's the letter R and then the words family magic, all one word. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. I would be honored again to help your group book a wonderful trip. And a little bit of your trip comes back to support this podcast and the fan community at no extra cost to you. So it's a great way to help support us and what we do here at Magic Our Way. Now, Rachel, you said cruises are trendy or or hot this year or coming up Yeah, super hot. Really? So yeah. I'm curious to know, is, is the cost of the Disney cruise almost comparable to a Disney parks vacation yeah. to where you can you can yeah. do one or the other and be okay with it? Yeah, pretty much. So, it, I mean, it depends on a lot of variables, right? So if your family is like value, um, you know, value resorts and counter service meals, you're probably still coming in under the cost of a Disney cruise for a Walt Disney World trip. But if you're looking at moderates and up and you like to do a, a sit down dinner every night, 
you're probably looking around the same cost as a cruise. Yeah, they are Mm. becoming pretty comparable. And if you're open to the idea of a Royal Caribbean cruise, which I've done both Disney Cruise Line and Royal Caribbean, you could save some money. Have you guys been on a cruise? Oh, yeah, I've been on a Disney cruise before. Yeah, definitely worth it. Not Disney cruise. I've been on Carnival. Okay. But not Disney. We need to get you on a Disney cruise. Wait, sure. What you said, you could, you could book edit. You could, don't just book Disney. You book other things. Like if I wanted to go to stay somewhere in New Orleans up here, could you could you book that? Yeah, I book major hotel brands. So like Hyatt, Marriott, Hilton. Good to know. Good to know. Um. Oh, and I didn't say Virgin Voyages, but I also book Virgin Voyages. Um. If you're interested huh? in one of those cruises, those are adults only, so they're kind of like a whole. Well, yeah, with well, a name like that. <laughs> yes. You're bound to be satisfied. <laughs> they okay. are very adult oriented. Really? This podcast. Yeah. So, any uh, upside down pineapples? I'm sure there are quite a few. Yeah. Is there a Lido deck? <laughs> uh, no Lido deck. Uh, but, okay. uh, Isaac. Yeah. Isaac, <laughs> I just yeah. want Isaac on my Virgin Atlantic cruise. You got to do Princess for that. Isaac the Bartender. That's the love boat cruise. But anyway, so yeah, please reach out. I would love to help your group book whatever kind of travel you're looking for. Awesome. And look, Professor X in town. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's great to all these years actually be like sitting at the table. So yeah, yeah you're on Eli's mic and it's like almost like you're kissing Eli because you're just so uh, close to his mic. We won't, we won't go his there, essence. but yeah. But you did and you have no choice <laughs> now because it's there on video. But you still haven't lived till you bounced on his bed while he's in it. Okay. Yeah, that's special. <laughs> Kirk is good at that. We always joke about Kirk jumping on beds, but yeah, man, thanks for coming in. Oh, no, no problem. Thanks for the uh, invite. You know, it didn't work out that, uh, you know, Danny and Eli are here, but I got to Kevin and got to meet Kurt face to face. So that's awesome. And got to talk to Rachel. So yeah, this was great. Well, that just means you just have to come back in October when Danny's got all his hot. Uh, there you go. Yeah. And you can have all of us in house together and you could sit where, where the skeleton sitting. Yep. Unless I'm here. That Unless he's here. Then it's well, like, we'll have to Kurt. get another yeah. seat for sure. And Cajun Chavez, Chavez, man, it's always a pleasure to have you in studio live instead of remote or like in my ear while I'm commuting. It's good to see your face. I know what. Yes, sometimes in your ear while you're on your drive, and before you know it, that hour drive is gone. You out your work already. You I love it. Talk to me the whole time. I love it. We to talk about dizzy things and my entire commute down, and it's great. If I hear something on the show, it pissed me off. I call Kevin and say, Kevin, I got to tell you this here. Just this really, <laughs> this really irks me. No, I'm just kidding. Nothing ever pissed me off. So, I talk him through. I talk him off the cliff, and he's good to go. But yeah, always a pleasure to have you in studio, y'all. Man, I just, I just want to say thank. Thank you to you guys, all you Moeek. You all started as Moeekans. And so um, I'm sure Danny and Eli are very appreciative for you guys coming on so they can have a good vacation um, and enjoy it and not have to worry about the show and we can keep it on and rely on you, you Moeekans. And even Rachel, you know, Rachel started as a Moeekan as well. Yeah. And now she's part of the show. And so the bit, the fact that we're able to do this, you know, sit down, four of us, just talk about what one of our favorite topics. We're very thankful for you guys for keeping the ball rolling. And also Absolutely. for the sake of the rest of the weekend. So I, it's not Thanksgiving. You know, I'm looking at Keith, <laughs> but I am very thankful for you guys for doing this, stepping in and doing it. Been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. Very big pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I love to drive. You're pleasurable. Is that like you said harmonious is your favorite? Because now I don't know what to believe. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a smirk on his face. So uh, I don't know. Know. that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. You never know. No, this this <laughs> this was this was from the heart series. Always a pleasure. I love coming up here. And yeah, the harmonious thing that glad it's gone. Well, no, look, I mean, Kirk Kirk got these one of these made for you where I'm gonna ship these out to you. And you know, oh, for you nice. listeners that can't see, this is a little wooden version of our logo. Oh, that's awesome. Burned an inch. I don't 
I can't see the camera. It's so. better in person, Rachel, but you'll yeah. see. It you'll looks get amazing. It. Yeah, wow. pretty cool. We'll ship it to you. It's got the little St. Louis Cathedral and stuff, so it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Thank you. Cool. So we'll get, I'll get your, I think I have your address, but we'll send it up. Do you still want to give one to me, even though I like Animal Kingdom? <laughs> Are you sure? Well, Just be sure. <laughs> <laughs> he has to think about this. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm trying to think of my response. <laughs> it's balanced to the force i could say it wasn't my idea to give you one but i totally agree with giving you one you should have one (laughs) well thank you it started off i got with me for the studio kevin wanted one so i have with me for kevin hanging in my house and then eli says well i want one so i and uh, so i said well danny you should we get one for rachel too and this is right when you first started and he's like oh yeah definitely get her one so Perfect. Mate. That's awesome. And look, y'all, if you want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicarway.com forward slash about us. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magic our way. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. And yes, all opinions are welcome because we have one person that doesn't like Animal Kingdom, another person who loves <laughs> Animal Kingdom. There is balance there, guys. It's okay. There is. It's okay. It's okay. Summer weekends, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Rachel. Magic out. And you are. Bye.